Hey everybody, it's uh, Norzy Picks here, back with the Teaser Sports Podcast. We're going to do some recap in NFL Week 2, put some picks out for Week 3, and along with some other bets for you guys. So, starting with that, I guess we'll get right into it with, with Patty on a recap of last week. Yeah, I wasn't, uh, I don't think any of us had a great week, but uh, there was a lot of positives to take out of it. That's I think we were, you know, with the Chiefs, we were, we were, you know, a millimeter away from having a really good week, so... Um, overall, my record was five and four for minus 3.4 units. So the record wasn't bad, but, uh, didn't hit on those big bets, which we talked about last week. You gotta, you gotta hit those big bets if you're, if you're going to be profitable. So that's, that's on me. Yeah. Those are the bets that really swing your week. You're going to either make money or lose money based on how those go. The Rams were just no better in that sense where like you have the game at no point did I not think they were going to cover the spread there. And then you just have that weird thing happened where the the ball hits the up backs like yeah that might happen in peewee football that should not be happening in the NFL. I, I don't think i've ever seen that in the nfl you know you see the muffed muffed punts and you know when the, the punter drops and stuff but that was just bizarre like, i don't think i've ever seen i don't that. think we'll see that again we would be on that though yeah that was and like i'm not gonna say that's the only reason it lost like they were punting from their own end zone too they would have got good field position they could have went down and scored a touchdown but that was definitely uh, that that was a terrible thing to see happen. Yeah, but you, what did you end up for the week though, Dems? Uh, not a great week, but not a, like it wasn't a big loss. I went five and four for minus zero point three five U. The Chiefs' loss is what kept it from being a pretty big week. Honestly, it's a multi-unit play, and they had the lead. They looked like they're gonna cash, and they just blew it late. I mean, I'll admit when I make a bad bet i i really don't think the chiefs were a bad bet you know they had they're up 11 in the fourth quarter i think if you know anybody that was on the chiefs anybody listening if if you could take the chiefs being up 11 with minus two and a half or even minus three and a half pregame uh, if you could be put in the fourth quarter and be in that situation you know you're going to take it 100 percent of the time i mean i i don't i don't know for sure but i doubt patrick mahomes has ever blown a double digit lead in his career so but it's not hard to do that when you're in the on fourth. F- oh, yeah. On first down, though, and you're driving the ball downfield, 30, 40, 50 yard plays, there's no need. Like, just run the ball, quick drag pass to Tyree Kill, anything underneath, get, get a chunk play. So then, if third down does roll, it's third and three, third and two, not third and 12, third and yeah. 10. You can't win a football Which game. Which we, we were talking about earlier is uh, we were talking about Clyde Edwards Slayer, and he's not really the kind of running back you want finishing the game over for you, I don't think. He's a smaller guy, good receiver, but. Uh, I think, and you know, you have Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position. You're you're not afraid to throw on first, second, third down, but it would be nice to kind of have a bigger back that's you know kind of kind of like a closer in the MLB. You put him in there, and he runs runs the ball hard, and you know gets you to those second and six, second and five, third and one opportunities, and that's something that they don't have uh, that I think would really help them. Yeah. yeah. Another note on Ceh there that fumble that cost him the game. That was his first fumble in like basically his career he didn't fumble his whole college career he didn't fumble his whole rookie season really late in that that. game was his first fumble yeah that's just another reason to feel bad about that one i know the worst part was if like we just needed like a little return on that punt or something just to get us in the range of the field goal and then that that stop would have been perfectly would have covered or would we covered no we wouldn't have covered but but even if they won i would have felt better yeah yeah i mean at least like Dempsey, you had the first half money line yeah. parlayed with the full game money line so that, that would have um, had a profitable week yeah i mean the end goal is to cover the spread which is what we all wanted 
I'm just and done with the Chiefs personally. I can't bet them anymore. Yeah, that was that was every that time, was bad. Man. I'm on every bad game. They I've have. never seen the Chiefs fall apart like that. And give credit to Baltimore and Lamar. Like Lamar played really well. I think Lamar solo, he, like he won the game himself. There's no other play in that football game that sticks out that I'm like, wow, that helped the game a lot. It was almost everything off Lamar's back. So yeah, as easy as he should be to figure out. And he did have two no picks, but it, really, if you think about his, well, he had the pick six, I guess, which is terrible. But that pick he had to tie on Matthew. If you're going to turn the ball over, that's where you want to do it, kind of around the 30-yard line, going for the end zone, taking a shot. It's not the end of the world, but, um, yeah, I mean, he other than those two plays, he, he didn't fumble. He did a good job taking care of the ball when he was running. So, yeah, give, give Lamar credit. And he, he just stayed well. composed after those two pick, or, like, the first pick, especially that was the first drive of the game, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't even he, really he wasn't think that fault. Like, no. Sammy Watkins, I think it was. He it slipped was, yeah. on his right. Yeah, that's true, there. too. It was a little... A little bit it of a still wasn't a great ball, but no, no, definitely. I don't it's think it's hard to blame it on probably, either, but either probably wouldn't have been completion either. But I just think he just held his composure, and I don't know. He really made everybody that was doubting him, me being one of those people, and a lot of other people look stupid. Yeah, how did you do this week, Norty? Well, on on the podcast, I went two and two NFL, and then I had that one Chelsea winner. They just probably are just going to keep winning nonstop for the rest of the season, like. I seen some. They got like fourteen clean sheets or something under Tuchel. So I just don't know when they're gonna start letting goals in or when they're gonna stop losing. But they're a wagon. Yeah, they're really. Yeah, good. they seem to be like an auto bet at this point. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. We're back on them in a certain way here this week. But uh, yeah, they're good. I mean, NFL was tough. That Rams one still hurt me a lot. But overall, yeah, two and two podcast, five and two on Twitter. So you should follow me there. You would have had a couple more winners. Gibson's over was a sweat. And then we have we're on the Redskins money line live, which was absolute sweat as well. Yeah, I just so. think every game this well besides the Bills, it could have flipped either way. Like we had the three TVs going. Remember at one point I could have just lost on every TV yeah. or win. Yeah, you had that uh, Arizona kick go your way where the guy missed that. That was huge. Yeah, that Vikings kicker to miss. I, that's a good bet to take. Yeah, they love missing kicks. He that, he used to be on Cleveland when they were having serious kicker problems and he yeah. missed a few and so yeah so then, and then so yeah then the cowboys hit that really long one first that was nice that was a good that was a huge kick what was how many yards is that do you remember 53 was 50, it 53 might yeah. have been mid 50s might have been 55 yeah i thought it was higher i feel than like that. it was either 53 or 56 or regardless something. was a huge kick yeah was, the game. that was a massive kick and that's a good the cowboys to, needed to get that off their back yeah. get that win like before that drive, though, I was saying, like, just watch Mike McCarthy manage his clock. I've never seen a guy manage a clock worse than what he did there. There's, Holy like, multiple times from this year to last year, this year and last year, that if I was Jerry Jones, I would have walked down on the field and fired his fucking ass. He is awful. Why I feel like he, he so isn't confused? fired, but he's got he got a big contract. Uh, I feel like Jerry Jones doesn't want to. Because if he him fires him in the on second the year, it kind of makes himself look bad. Yeah, but he's just standing on the side. Sometimes he, know, uh, he doesn't know if he's at a football game. He's he looks terrible. like an idiot. He's turning right red. He can't breathe. He's terrible. Anyways, it wasn't, wasn't a very good week, but uh, there were some positives to take away from it. Um, you know, if we, you know, typically we're pretty good with our multi-unit plays, and uh, I think we will be consistently good with those this year, but they didn't go our way this week, and uh, you know, it was, it was close. It was really close to being a very profitable week, yeah. but didn't go our way this week, so. I had I had slight profit this week, but yeah, I think uh, I think the next multi unit pick. I don't have any this week myself. I don't think you guys do either. But I got a two unit play. But yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah, nothing. Two, but not, not crazy. There's not whales. Crazy, yeah, there's, yeah, there was no pick that was like, whoa, that's you know, that's a. But I feel like when we uh, 
Ooh, next next multi-unit play, we're going to smash it out. We'll get the bounce. Yep. You're going to have down weeks. It's going to happen. So He's where are we bounce at? Back. What, what do we got for week one? For it's gambling Patty? for a reason. Uh, yeah, so week my week three picks. Uh, I'm going to start off by actually just saying all three of my picks right now just so you can write them down then I'll, and then I'll back them up after just to kind of make it easier for people listening. Uh, so my first pick is Cardinals minus six and a half. <clears throat> this is a one unit play. Uh, I got them at minus 128. That uh, the odds might vary a little bit depending on what book you're using, but uh, yeah, grab minus six and a half. It's that's great value for for this Cardinals team against uh, Jacksonville. Also have Tennessee Titans minus five. Uh, that's minus one ten, one unit play as well. And uh, my last regular pick uh, is Seattle minus one and a half, and that's my two unit play. Uh, that's minus one ten. So I'll circle back to Arizona. Um, I think Arizona's proven. I, I, I didn't think they were going to be off to this hot of a start, but I think they've proven that they can be a top-five team. Uh, they have a really good offense. They have a good pass rush. Um, they have some young <clears throat> young studs on defense that can get the job done. Uh, they scored 72 points through two games. Um, so they've, they've lit up both defenses they've seen so far, and Jacksonville is you know, not a good defensive team, as they've shown. So far this season, they've given up 60 points in two games, uh, and they've only scored four offensive touchdowns. Uh, and they have not been able to stop number one receivers, and you know we all know Arizona has D-hop, so I think I'm going to keep an eye on his over. I'm not; It's not released yet, but that could be a good bet too because uh, Cortland Sutton absolutely lit up Jacksonville for 116 a touchdown, and Brandon Cooks had uh, week one on Houston. Brandon Cooks had... 130 yards which is crazy because he's been a ghost for two seasons now you know what though low key he's still pretty effective like i think he still had a thousand yards last year he just you know he doesn't put up the touchdowns but he's he gets a lot of chunk plays yeah but he was actually torching that game like consistent chunk plays it wasn't just like the one and done yeah as average he he had only had five catches but he had 130 or 40 yards so jacksonville's a mess Jacksonville's bad. Urban Meyer shouldn't be. In I don't NFL like Urban Meyer. I just no, I don't joke. like his the way he like presents himself. He just kind of seems like he's always like in a bad mood and kind of depressing. He's I don't cocky. Know. If he takes that job at USC next year, I won't be surprised. He's yeah. like I I don't think his it's, head doesn't look like he's in it. Etn got hurt for them. That killed that killed them. I think because they I think they're going to rely on him heavily. He's in my like I've been saying it for a while now. He's an ex album. Yeah, I, I don't think he's built to be an NFL coach. Like if you're coaching, yeah, it's just an absolute grind. Like you're not. You know, coaching at a big school in college, you're always getting these, you know, five-star, four-and-a-half-star recruits, and you don't really have to work as much to build your team. But in the NFL, you're, you know, they're in a rebuild right now, and it's all about player development and drafting. And, you know, it's going to be a grind for them to get to that next level. But I don't know if he's built to coach like that. Yeah, not not another note. Trevor Lawrence looks terrible through two weeks. You got 13 seconds. You know what? I I said Connor McDavid was going to be a bust. You know, I was wrong. I said he was going to be not as good as people thought. I was wrong. I also said that about Trevor Lawrence, though, and it's only two weeks, so I'm not right. But he does look pretty bad, and I, I think he'll be good. But I, I think he was overhyped. That I, I never saw, you know, him being the next Peyton or not even, you know, Andrew Luck. Uh, I disagree. He never lost a game until last year in the regular. Or the, actually, this is his first regular season loss ever. He's on a team that's rebuilding. With absolutely no offensive line. Yeah, but you know who else didn't lose a game for like three years in college? I'm talking high school here and everything else. 
Well, oh, yeah, know. here you can keep going if you like. I don't know how about high school, but uh, Jamie Swinston. He didn't lose until the national champ or the quarter uh, semifinals um, against Mariota that year. And so. that's good for him. But all I'm saying is he has no help here. He has likely swinging a pack to a terrible coach. Play Collins not there. I mean, they're just a mess. I can't. I'm not putting this on Trevor Lawrence. Like the reason no, why I'm, they're not, not covering spreads, why they're bad. Like it's just a bad situation for him to walk into. And it is a terrible situation. And he's got too high of expectations, which I think hurts him. You know, everybody expects this guy to come out and just ball out. Like I think it, you know, if he was on a middle of a pack team, though, know, he would be balling out. Imagine if he was on the Colts or a team like that that needs a quarterback. Yeah, right I mean, now he'd, be good players, he'd be solid. He'd be solid. He'd be solid. He's he's not going to lose you any games at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to get better. He's, you know, he'll be a top 10 guy probably, but I just think he was a little bit overhyped and, you know, that hurts him a little bit, right? Yeah. People expect a lot. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, so the second pick I mentioned was uh, the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm expecting Carson Wentz to be out this week. I mean, he has both of his ankles are sprained, so. He craves getting hurt. But he'll, he'll, he'll come out and play in a wheelchair like, yeah, the guy can't stay healthy, but he is tough as nails. Yeah, you got to respect through, that. He plays through anything, but he can't stay healthy. So he's like, you know, he's not. That's he's a good all, mentality to have when you're like a linebacker. I mean, it's not. Is it really? It is his fault because he does not know how to like give himself up and not take a hit. But at the same time, you know, he he does battle. I, I give him that. I he's, do respect. I, he Wentz can battle for that. all he wants. He's fucking horrible. Yeah, he's not. A, he's not good, but he's he's tough and. He does battle for for the boys, which I do respect. I hope he I plays respect. this. I hope he plays this week. Yeah, and like mobility is like the big part of his game. Like if he can't move, he's not going to be effective whatsoever. Yeah, which is another reason that I'm not super scared if he does end up suiting up because yeah, he won't be mobile. But I'd rather see Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger at QB than Wentz. I mean, say what you want about Wentz, but he's better than those guys. Oh, for sure. Sam Ellinger will treat us if he gets in there. Um. Yeah. So the Titans last week sure many of you know they had a really good bounce back win against seattle uh going into seattle you know that's a that's a tough stadium to go into and win and and they were able to get it done it looked like seattle was you know seattle was up all game and tennessee just kind of snuck around they ended up getting the job done uh and a lot of that was in part to Der- them getting the run game and derrick henry just you know doing his thing um i think he had like 160 yards he was averaging 5.2 a carry just carrying that offense up and down the field uh and aj brown and julio got mixed in too which week one they seemed a little bit off i don't know if it was chemistry with julio or what was going on uh but they weren't really able to get the pass game going so uh it looked good against seattle and um the colts run defense has been really bad so look for henry to have a big game it's a uh, lot to handle with those three you got henry going julio and aj brown you got two units out at wide receiver yeah but like you you'd be lucky to have one guy built like well, that. I mean, you have two, yeah, that yeah. both can catch the ball, and then just put Derrick Henry in the mix. You got to pick your poison. Yeah, are you exactly. gonna go try and stop the run? Or are you gonna are you gonna try? stack the box and leave those guys in single coverage, or are you gonna double one of those guys? And maybe give it's help like on a win win situation for yeah. Tennessee on offense as long as Tannehill's dialed in a little bit. Tan- yeah, I, do, I will really be on the, that as well. That yeah, yeah Browns had a bit of a slow start there. Like he's had a couple drops on deep balls that really would have changed how his first two games have gone. But I think he's gonna have a big game this week, and I honestly might be on his over. Is it Xavier like Rhodes? Xavier Rhodes out still? Uh, I think he's questionable right now. Yeah, they I think really he's in questionable. It's that's all it's been for the last two weeks. So hopefully that yeah. stays the same. Yeah, he might not play. Uh, last pick, uh, Seattle minus one and a half. That's the two unit play. Um, 
Minnesota D, I thought were going to be better this year, but through the first two weeks, they look like the exact same defense from last year. And they were, I mean, Mike Zimmer said that was the worst D he's ever coached last year. So it, it looks like they're, they haven't improved at all, um, which I thought they were going to, but apparently I was wrong. I mean, they didn't have Anthony Barr last week, which hurts. Uh, and Everson Griffin as well, which who are both questionable, so they might not play. And Anthony Barr is a huge loss at linebacker for them. Uh, that was a big part of the reason they were struggling last year. So if he's out, I like this pick even more. But he's questionable, so he might not play. And, and Dalvin Cook missed practice today with an ankle. So Patrick Peterson's questionable too. Yeah, Peterson's questionable, which would be a big loss. They They're have a lot of significant up. guys that are banged up. Uh, and Seattle's healthy, so that's another thing to look out for. Seattle's managed to stay healthy, knock on wood, so far this year. Um, and there's, Seattle's offense has looked very good this year they always start off hot and they're doing it again this year so i think they'll have a field day against that minnesota defense and should be able to cover that minus one and a half no problem they got a nice mix with the running pass right now carson's running the ball well he's at you got to be averaging like close to five yards a carry yeah he, so just he mixing uh, a nice play action ball for them yeah he ran really well week one they um tennessee did a pretty good job bottling up the run game against them last week but yeah carson's look good so that's so you got those three picks versus this week I like all those picks. I could see myself on on almost all of those. Cardinals are not sure yet. I should be on it, but but we'll see. What about uh, what do you got for us, Demps? Yeah, I'm just gonna start on the same page as Pat. I've also got the Seahawks. I'm gonna opt to go with the money line at minus one twenty five. It's also a two unit play for me, and basically for the same reason Pat said. Uh, the Vikings defense. I also thought it was gonna be better to start this year. Week one, I had the Bengals team total under against Minnesota. That bet didn't cash, and like last week against Arizona, they were just getting torched by Kyler and the Cardinals. Like they couldn't stop. They couldn't them get off the, the field. entire game. And it, it's Kyler threw, you know, a pick. They have two picks. I thought I saw him through. I think he had two picks. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, they're not gonna be able to get off the field. And Seattle started hot on offense. Like Lockett, that he's been pretty much unguardable so far with uh, DK being doubled there. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, and. Russ starts season hot. That's what he does, and I think it's going to continue here. Um, he does love just ripping up the first eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. There's he's start of every season. He seems to be like in he's the, MVP the best quarterback in the league if you measure it from weeks one to eight. Yeah, like the last three seasons, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, we're not going to talk on Seattle too long there since Pat just covered them. But my next pick is going to be the Rams money line against the Bucks in LA. <sighs> Yeah, it's going to be a great game, I think. But the Bucks secondary is real banged up, and they're unable to stop both the Cowboys and Atlanta in week one and two. And I think the Rams are going to be able to take advantage of that big time. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Like, the Cowboys torched, torched yeah. the Bucks defense to the point where, I mean, I wish I What was the, They covered the spread that game, right? The Cowboys? Cowboys, was yeah. They, on that? they almost won that game. Cowboys, yeah, they lost by two. I was on the Cowboys spread plus ten and a half. At no point did I was I sweating out that game. That game feels like it was five weeks ago. I don't know why I can't remember it, but I can now. They actually, yeah, the cow the Cowboys are, were good. They were torching them, but there's no difference there in that off. Like the Rams' offense should be able to do that better than what the Cowboys did. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know if they have a more explosive offense, but I feel like I'd rather have Sean McVay run an offense than uh, Dallas. 
Who's the who's the offensive coordinator in Dallas right now? I can't remember. It's uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore yeah. Yeah. He's kind of nice though. He is I good, like him, but yeah. I'd rather Sean. McVay. He played for Dallas. Oh, like yeah, Sean four Mc... or five years ago. Yeah, Sean McVay is a weapon. Like he's he's a great great coach. And I don't know, man. That offense with Woods. If Woods had some drops last week, they were pretty bad. That hurt us a little bit. But if he's if he's dialed in, and then you got Cooper Cup to Stafford, looks it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think you you're you might be looking at what could be a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I'm really high on the Rams this year. Yeah, I mean they're both in the NFC, but <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was a bad that was bad. Yeah, sorry. could be yeah, NFC. You know what I mean? Yeah, NFC I have championship. that written down. NFC championship. Nice. I don't know why I said Super Bowl. Yeah, no, yeah, I I, 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 I would not be surprised. Hey, good uh, way to pick me up there. Yeah. I would not be surprised if this was an NFC championship matchup. Um, I mean it's going to be a, a wicked game. I'm looking forward to watching it. Uh, I just I don't know. How I pick a side in that one, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't really want to bet against Brady. Yeah, it's tough to blame you there. Really, he's burned me a couple times for sure. He'll yeah. kiss you right on the ass, just like he kisses kid, right? <laughs> don't get me started on that. Guys, he's a bit of a weirdo. I'm not gonna lie. Like, anyway, last point on that game is you need a strong D line to be able to beat the Bucks, and the Rams yeah. have one of the strongest in the league. They have arguably the best defensive player in Aaron Donald, and really comes down to him or jalen ramsey maybe tj watt so yeah they've got two of those they guys, have the formula so. to beat them 100 percent. and yeah. with a b on covid that helps too that's one less guy they have to worry about so yeah i was kind of excited about i have a b in fantasy in most of my leagues and i thought he was going to be have a real big game against the rams just because yeah, Ramsey's going to be, be focused on godwin and evans but now there's yeah. just two guys you really got to key in on but Moving on to my last spread pick here. I've got the Packers plus three and a half in San Fran on Sunday Night Football. I just think that like the 49ers, they're a mess at running back right now, and they've lost their top cornerback for the year. They're struggling with injuries, which they always seem to do. That team cannot stay healthy. Yeah, I don't know who... a tough two years. Like, who is their personal trainer? Like, Marie Bonus? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's what a... are they doing? They're doing like hockey workouts, or I don't know what's going on, like, but they've got to get it figured stretch, out. Back. Stretch it out before the game, boys. Everybody's like, everybody's getting hurt for the last but the, two they, years. They Everybody. have a huge IR the last two years, like early off the rip. Oh yeah, it's like, not even like something that gathers like week to week. By the end of it, you're like, oh, like guys are dropping, but they're dropping like flies week one and two. Yeah, they're signing running backs that I haven't like heard their name spoken in like three years. Guys, I didn't even know were still playing football, and like I just. I don't have a lot of faith in Jimmy G to consistently put up points without Chris the consistent running back. Like, Chris Thompson's money. Yeah. It reminds me of a bet from a long time ago that did not cash. Had a lot of money on that too. But anyway, yeah, I don't trust Jimmy G to be able to move the ball downfield without the running game. And I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball that well with who they have. I mean, that, that Packers right defense, you look like you might be able to run the ball on them yeah. with any team. That's, yeah. that's what kind of concerns me a little bit. Uh, yeah. Fair. I. I mean, the 49ers have always, the last few years, they've always managed to just plug in a random running back. You know, Mostert was random at one point. This hasty guy was random. They just plug in these guys and they run the ball well. I mean, a lot of it has to do with uh, the blocking. So, I mean, you could they could plug a running back in there and... Kyle Shanahan's a good coach. Like, he will yeah, figure it out. Yeah. I see. There's nothing yeah. wrong with Green Bay plus three and a half. I like it. I just don't know if I'll be on. It's something I want to be on on a Sunday night. Right, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, I could. Yeah, the scheme is a big part of the running game. It's just I don't think it's going to be as explosive as it usually is with them. That's another game where it's you know it's going to be a good game and it's going to be fun to watch. I just don't. I'll be probably doing something in game, but 
The Packers just haven't been impressive. It's just every time, whenever I think of the Packers going to San Fran, I always the NFC Championship. Well, that game, and that that was when San Fran was a lot better, like a couple years ago when they went to the Super Bowl. But I just think of Nick Bosa and Armstead and those guys just. And Rogers, how many times did Rogers get sacked on Sunday? There's a lot more than usual. It usually has a bit more pocket awareness. It was, yeah, it was it, that was sticking out to me a lot. Like, and they were they were big sacks. They weren't just like I'm gonna drop down. He was getting like five. Eight well, they still don't sacks. have uh, Gary. He's out for the first six weeks. So right, I certainly yeah. hope Bosa's not lining up against some duster. Yeah, that could be tough. But, but I mean, it's tough. Like you said, it's tough not to take Rogers at plus three and a half. I mean, yeah, that's basically my point. Like, I'll uh, take Rogers. I'll take the three and a half points, and what I project is a close one score game. I just yeah. feel like, yeah, I could see it. It's gonna be a field goal game either way, really. Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be a tight game. I think. Yeah, I hope it is. I hope Green Bay wins. I need uh, teams in that division to start losing here because that division's hot right now. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, you do too. So, is that all you got? Yeah. You want what to do you uh, got, It is a You might as well repeat your plays. Just, yeah, repeat those. Just okay, all in a row so people yeah, can I'll give them. write them down or whatever. So, the first play I'll give out would be the Packers plus 3.5, minus 115 for a unit. Rams money line plus 105 for one unit. And then multi-unit play, Seahawks money line for two units at minus 125. Seahawks, Rams, Green Bay? Yep. Love yeah, it. it's a slim week for uh, for picking this week. Nothing really. You would just look at that and it would stick out like a. You're just like, wow. Yeah, there's four it wasn't. Uh, nothing was like eye bulging <coughs> or. Whatever. But at the same time, I don't hate the picks either. But that being said, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna do what I do. I'm gonna get my man of the people pick, and it's an early one. It's at eight thirty on Saturday morning. Anybody getting up for that? Wow, won't be me. <coughs> no, uh, but what were we gonna say? No, I'm not getting up for hopping on? I might hop on, but I'll, I'll just be treated to either an X or a check. Have a nice I, I think it's going to be a check. Wake Hopefully it'll be a check. <laughs> so uh, what I'm starting with here is the Chelsea-Man City game. Uh, I'm not going to take a winner in this one. I'm actually going to take a total. I'm going to take the over two and a half. It's at plus 100. It doesn't... I feel like they're going off their Champions League final where it was a one nothing game. Both these teams are scoring goals. I got averaging 2.2 and 2.4 goals a game. The over between these two teams hits at 53%. And uh, I just don't know, with the addition of Lukaku and Jack Grealish, how there's no no goals in this game. I think easily he would get a smile every time I say that. Eh? <laughs> I just like, every time, why we end up talking about this Lukaku guy? Because he's a weapon. And I just, I, I see balls going in the back of the net. I think it could be 1-1 one, one at half, and then we just got to watch. Watch for the winner. I I think Chelsea wins this one two one. If I had to predict a score, but so what? Say your bet again. What was it? It's gonna be uh, Chelsea City over two and a half at plus one hundred. Okay. Full game over. Full game. Yeah. yeah. At, at plus money, it's you have to take it. And I'm not gonna wake up at eight thirty in, in the morning to watch an over, uh, under game. Yeah. Can you imagine that'd be fun. I I'm not gonna hop on that just be just for your sake because when I hop on soccer Don't games, curse it's, me. it's yeah I'm not gonna curse you. So I'm gonna let you win that. And one. then to move to the the. Mid morning slate there. We're gonna be on. I'm gonna be on the West Ham money line. I hope you guys are too. That's another great bet. Leeds is absolutely fucking terrible. Like they just can't score goals. They're letting in a ton of goals. West Ham scoring 2.10 goals a game and conceding 0.9. So they won the last two against Leeds. I just don't think anything changes here. I think it's a nice another plus money bet. So what are the odds for that one? Uh, I think it was plus 125. I didn't write it down. I forgot, but it was floating in around there. That's the three way money line, correct? Three way yeah. money line. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you got the draw and play, but that'd be a good way to start the weekend. Two plus money bets, get the units up, and then yeah, float it nice. in NFL, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> from there, now you guys had this one. I'm on it. I don't know why everyone's shy of this game. Our uh, producer, Dutchie, isn't shy of this game. But other than that, a lot of people are. But I'm on the Saints money line at plus 130. At plus money, you can't not take this. It looks like a backwards line to me. To me, I'm just terrified to back Winston after that showing in going into Foxborough in New England. Like I just, I don't give a fuck if the game's in Tampa Bay, Foxborough. It doesn't matter. That Patriots team is not what it was in the last seven years. I just think after watching Winston, he had a bad bad display, and I'm on the don't let your lows get too low, your highs too high. I think they've rid that high off Green Bay. And they just carry too much confidence in a week two. Do you know what I mean? So I think that changes for them. I think they just probably got brought brought back down a little bit. And the Saints are third in the league in rush defense. So there's going to be no chipping away with Harris. You know what I mean? They're not going to have those yeah. short downs from Mac, Mac Jones. Jones is going to have to throw the ball well. Yeah, he's going to have to have a long ball. He's going to have to work for it. So even like where the success for the Patriots is coming from me on third down, they're, they have a 50% rate. But if you go back and look at it, it's like third and one third and two what the chiefs need to do but they're not going to be able to do that against the saints team i think if james can just play okay that plus 130 cast is with ease yeah, yeah. no that, i mean that's a good point yeah i don't think uh <coughs> pats have a good run game but um i don't think this you're is right the i, I do have it. i don't know if they're going to be able to you know they're going to be in a lot of third and fives third and people and say go we're going to say no michael thomas that that doesn't really concern me because he's like this damian harris cat and all these other guys are starting to kind of step up a little bit not Dam- is that his name, Damian? Damian Harris, yeah. yeah so it. like these guys, these guys are filling that role, and I just think I think they're going to be fine. Deont- you're thinking of Deontay Harris. Damian Harris is the running back. Oh, uh, talking about the Saints. Yeah, yeah the Saints. Uh, yeah, yeah. Deont- What's Deont- that running back? Deont- yeah, whatever. Damian Harris is the running. He's back. playing good or in Callaway or whatever. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't. I, I think they're fine in the pass game. I, I like this pickup plus money. I mean, if it was minus one twenty five, would I be on it? Probably not. But I would highly recommend this. This is one unit play for me. This was, yeah. I, I was tempted to go on this one. I'd be on it for sure if it was plus three and a half. It's plus three right now. But uh, I think they just win the football game. I, c- I could see the Saints winning. I, I am a little bit scared of Jamie's in Foxborough after and Gil- what they did well, to the Gil- fucking Gilmore's Wilson. out. J.C. Jackson's obviously really good, but he's not going to be able to I hold mean, they're it down. D- their D's good, man. Like, Mac- yeah. Mac Jones doesn't have to do a ton for them to win games, really. But that that if that run game's not going and the the Saints hold up, then yeah. he is going to yeah. Have if to they work. can stop the run game, they'll win. So I don't. I I, we're, this is going to be a test of can Mac jo- Jones put a game on his back. I'm personally going to say no. I think it's going to be a Saints really defense. dirty, grindy game. Yeah, and I think this game is going to get out. of I actually think the Saints might win by two two scores. Um. I think Lattimore is banged up. Do you know if he's going to be playing this week? Uh, he's banged up. I, I don't know. I'm not really I'm sure. I hope right he does. But, yeah, they they actually have a decent amount of injuries. I just can't see. Yeah, didn't he hurt his finger or something? Cameron Jordan and Matt Jones' face is going to be going to be a problem. Is he? No, he doesn't have an injury. He's not on the oh, no. injured list right now. So Yeah, so yeah. look, we're good Did he there. play against Carolina? Better. I, I thought, uh, yeah, he was definitely banged up. I don't I thought, think he played against Carolina. I thought Carolina, he missed a game, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. looks like he's back for this week. Yeah, I mean, that's huge. <laughs> Not that the Patriots really have a number one guy, but yeah, I mean he's gonna lock somebody down. Neil Harry's out, so who who would be the number one receiver right well, now? Well, they got Kendrick Bourne and Nelson yeah. Aguilar, and then they got two good tight ends, but yeah, what a wide so receiver room that. Jaco- that yeah. Jacoby Myers. 
That's probably where that run success is coming from. Is from those two tight ends. They must be running a lot yeah. of two tight ends. Yeah, That's I mean, it's never it's never easy going into New England and winning a game. But I, <coughs> I could see the Saints getting it done. But uh, I think it's going to be a grind of a game, and I could see either team winning by a field goal. But yeah, I'm, I'm on it, the it'll Saints be, money line it, for yeah, you. Yeah, I would definitely lean Saints personally, but I. I just wasn't quite confident enough to bet it. Yeah, and uh, from there, moving on to the Raiders minus four at minus one ten. The Raiders are hot right now. They're putting up a lot of points a game. Uh, just that they're, they're throwing for th- three. I think they're averaging like a lot of. I can't remember the, the number I have right now. I think Carr had over passer. 400 yards in like both games. Or something yeah, that's what like it was. That. I had that written down. I almost thought I spelled like had like a typo, but yeah, 391 pass yards a game, and then you just mix in a mediocre run with that, open up the play action. Crosby's flying around on the D-line. Yeah, you're not doing yourself any favors with this handwriting over here? Handwriting. I don't think not, I could read that. The handwriting's not great at all. But, yeah, I, I like Oakland here. I have them at uh, Oakland. I like, I've like i lost Vegas at, at minus one as well on Sports Interaction. So that's another thing I want to get to. We do we do have a link with Sports Interaction that we hope everybody signs up for because it's a good book to use. And they're putting odds out really early uh, Sunday night that I got in on the Raiders at minus one. That's crazy. It seems like they're percent certain. Like it seems like Sports Interaction every week has one one bet where they did fuck, fuck it up. up. Yeah. So I went from <laughs> they're just like the, it should it should not be. If out. you take a peek on Sports Interaction around the half of the the Sunday nighter, you got Raiders minus one, and then now it was minus five and a half, back down to minus four. So you almost yeah, have I mean, to just take minus a peek. one was. So now it'd, yeah, a, so it'd almost be a whale at minus one. Yeah, it, it probably would be. But well, yeah. they staked it on me. Three and a half. I yeah, that's a good bet. Yeah, so I'm on the Raiders minus four. Uh, then to, to back Pat here, I guess we could almost make this one the teaser sports pick of the week with Demps here too. I'm on Seattle minus one and a half. I think Russell turns it around. He had a bad second half. They weren't attacking the middle of the field like they were in the first half. They just couldn't get the run game going for the second half. The defense was crumbling play by play, but. I think that all changes here. Yeah, I thought for sure Seattle was going to finish that game out and get the job and done. And they should have. They should have for sure with the weapons they have. And I don't remember the last time that Carolina, or Carolina that uh, Minnesota beat Seattle. And I looked up. It's been a while. They're 7-0 and under Pete Carroll They almost Minnesota. beat the, I think it was last year they almost beat them. And it yeah, was it was overtime. Game. Prime time. Yeah, crazy I, game. I lost a bunch of money in that game. I don't really? Remember I, was how. I just remember being sick after yep. that game. Great memories. Because I think we had Seattle. I cashed I out for Seattle a huge loss because they were playing terrible. Yeah. You know, I remember that. And that's then I cashed out for probably 20, 15% of my wager and then ended up being back on Seattle in overtime. But it was just a weird night. Yeah, I, Seattle's 5-2 and two which when those against the spread. Is in the back of my against mind. Against Minnesota. I, I guess uh, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll just live rent-free in Mike Zimmerman's head. Like, they just... They just had they, he torched. Besides last year, it was still a high scoring game though. They torched that defense. Yeah, Mike Zimmerman will be there with his stupid sunglasses on, turning red. Won't know what to do. I don't even see this game being close. I, I thought it this spread close. would be hot, like a minus five and a half. It is in Minnesota, so I don't think it's going to get out of hand. But they're zero and two. I could see Seattle winning by a touchdown easily. They're zero and two. They're going to be hungry, but if Seattle can get on the board quick, which they're more than capable of doing, they get that run game going with Rhodes out. They get the run game going. I think. They could get out of hand if they're just going to uh, – Minnesota is going to be at a point where they crumble yeah. here, right? Patrick yeah. Peterson. If Dalvin Cook's out, I definitely could see it getting out of hand. Like, that offense runs through him, and they're not going to be able to move the ball if they don't have that guy running the ball. It's just – Yeah, I think this could be offense. a big game for DK. I think, you know what I mean? And then just, it's that one-two punch with Lockett, pick your poison kind of yeah. thing again, right? Yeah, and they're and like I said earlier, they're they're really beat up, and 
their defense cannot afford to have those injuries. So even if you know two out of four of those guys are out, I like our chances. The Kirk Cousins is hasn't thrown a pick yet this he's, year. You know so what? you know that stats coming. are kind of he's five touchdowns, but he doesn't zero picks or something. But like when watching him this year, I haven't watched him a ton this year. I watched a little bit of the years I own a game, and I probably watched a quarter of the Cincy game. But watching him, he doesn't really look good. He'll just he he. I will say one thing: he knows when to just take a sack and kind of eat the ball, which is important. But I'm not I'm not by no means am I scared of Kirk Cousins. No, and Seattle's pass rush look good, so hopefully they can get to him. Yeah, I think they they will get to him. Seattle's giving up, and that was a, something I wanted to mention earlier. That you know their defense yards wise is one of the worst in the league, and they've given up a lot of yards. But they've been kind of like bending but not breaking. Like they're forcing field people goals, field yeah. goals. You know they're causing turnovers <laughs> at the right time. And we um, have the matchup for even if Dalvin Cook plays, and especially if he's banged up, Bobby Wagner is flying around right now. Yeah, he's leading the league in tackles. And surprisingly, if you look at the list, he's in the top ten, maybe top five. Jordan Brooks is up there in tackles too. So I think Quandre Diggs is also top ten, if I recall correctly. Yeah, like yeah, like they have. Our, our boys are coming to play. The boys are coming to play. So I, I don't, I can't yeah. see them having. I mean, Minnesota's going to get their yards, but uh, I think if Seattle can get some timely stops in the red zone and maybe force a turnover. And this is we'll a big be. bounce back game for Russell after that bad second half. So I'll put my money on him to, yeah, to have a good game I, I'm after sure, a bad yeah, game. Yeah, that that loss definitely rubbed Russ and that offense the wrong way because they they really should have got the job done, finished up that game. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, from there, I got one more pick for you guys, NFL pick. I'm um, doing the LA Rams money line plus 105. Uh, I just think if this Aaron Donald and the boys are going to get to Tom Brady, he's going to have to take sacks. He's not mobile. He's not getting away. Uh, Aaron Donald's an animal, so he he is going to be in the backfield. I hope they run some stunts to get him lined up on the center because Ryan Jensen is fucking hideous and annoying, and he has an ugly face. He'd be easy to hit. Aaron Donald, if he he hits people, he will really hit this ugly ass motherfucker because it just wouldn't be a hard thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison I mean, Smith, unconventional. Last week, but I thought Jensen I was ugly until I seen this fucking Ryan Jensen guy. Some of them just gets oh. on my fucking nerves. Why is he always mouthing off? If Drew Locke were fat and had orange hair, that'd that, be him. That'd be him. <laughs> Legit. So, uh, the Rams. He's good. He is good though. Back, back to the Super Bowl matchup of this year. Uh, <laughs> not a show. NFC Championship. I wrote Super Bowl here too. I'm just having one of those days. Uh, right, the, the Bucks DBs are looked horrible. Like they got torched by the Cowboys. Yeah. They're beat up. They Stafford to cop is scary. Like they just had this this instant yeah. connection. They look dialed in. If Robert Woods can can scrap some of those drops, I just think they're going to move the ball at ease here. I guess Sony Michelle will be starting at running back, but I can't see them trying to run the ball very much anyways. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a big part of the game plan. All anyway. that's doing them is giving them another option under the back, another pass option. It's going to be a lot of throwing in that game. Really? I think the Cowboys in week one gave the game plan for how to, you can beat the Bucs. You just don't try to run the ball. Like, it's yeah, you can, you can yeah, every I mean, play. It's like, one thing, you know, you want to establish a run game, but... It's it, you know it's almost a waste of time against the Bucks. And with AB out now, I mean they're gonna have whoever they fill in at their third spot. But Jalen Ramsey's more than capable of taking Mike Evans or Godwin out of the game. If the identity of the Rams was to run the ball, I would say you know don't give up on the run and establish it. But I mean they got Stafford and these receivers like, and they're gonna run the ball, but it's gonna be more creative from McVay. You're gonna see a little fake do the end arounds, sweeps, end arounds. Stuff like that, maybe you know, fucking fire a couple of reverses but in we'll there. See. You just never know. Yeah. I think, 
I think again another plus money bet here. You have the Rams. I I actually was leaning the Bucks for a second. The more I thought about it, I started to like the Rams more. Could Brady make us pay for this? Yes. Definitely. But I just I think this is the this the is the best. I, I get on the right side of it. Yeah. This is the best offense Brady's ever been a part of, which is scary. I mean, he has nine touchdown passes. A B not playing is, but yeah, he. But is. he didn't really. A B didn't do anything against Atlanta. He's gonna be like. But guy he's, who's he, hit you always got to think he, of him when he's on the field. But and then Gronk, Gronk's been playing great too. But yeah, he has. Yeah, the Rams do clock. have the linebackers to to run with Gronk, so hopefully that they can get a couple stops on him, take him out of the game. Rams, he takes the guy out of the game, make them lean on their run. You got no feet from Brady. He's not gonna be doing anything crazy in the run game so uh, i'm looking forward to that game it's going to be a good one um you have really, to think that's the game of the week for sure last time i bet against brady i ended up at the mckay bridge late at night <laughs> contemplating life but no i'm just joking um yeah i'm not getting in the business of uh betting against Brady. yeah i i usually pay for it but i just i'm liking the rams if anybody was ta- to, ta- to fade it fade me and take the box I, I I wouldn't have anything bad to say. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I'm basically just taking Aaron Donald in that pass rush and that linebacking core against against Brady. Yeah, as an underdog at home, it's tough not to back the Rams. And yeah, that that stadium's going to be buzzing. Yeah, it is, it is in LA. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, that's all we got for you guys this week. It was a quick one. Well, I still got my teaser, but yeah, I've got a player you? prop for Thursday too. I didn't know. Yeah, right, hopping well. the hopping the gun there pretty quick. I was hopping the you gun. Got I, did, I didn't know you got somewhere to be. No, I'm good. I just didn't know we were hopping on teasers. <laughs> teaser sports podcast. My teaser I mean, cash. I'm last giving out a teaser every yeah, week. True. Every week. Two my teaser so far, cash. Yeah. yeah, my teasers are two and zero. So listen up. Um, <clears throat> teaser, Patty Fix teaser of the week. We got uh, cards minus one and a half Arizona Cardinals. Carolina Panthers minus two and a half, New Orleans Saints plus ten and a half, Seahawks plus seven and a half, and Titans money line, and that's paying plus three twenty two. So, uh, that's a one you to play. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see any of these. I mean, like I said, two and zero on teasers plus five point two six units, and dating back to playoffs uh, last year, a lot of you probably weren't tailing then, but doing really good on teasers and. They've been really profitable the last uh, few weeks, so I'm going to keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah it's like, the only parlay I'll ever do. Yeah, it's a low-risk way to have like a big uh, payout, too. Like You cash one of those every three weeks, and you're pretty well profitable, so it's not like yeah. you have to be ripping and off big like, like for, this. It's good like for the Saints. Like I'm, I was leaning Saints plus three, but didn't take it, but um, you know, you tease at seven points, plus ten and a half. I mean, they're not going to lose by more than ten, so it's that's the good thing about a teaser is you can... You can persuade some picks and put it into a parlay and usually get some good value. Yeah, I agree. Yep. That. Are you on? You got a teaser too? Or you? No, I've got a player, player prop again for Thursday night. We've been doing this so far. The first two weeks were 2 0 so far with Antonio Brown receptions and Gibson's rush total. Uh, but I don't expect this to be a popular pick after the way Jamal Williams bet went there on the Monday Nighter. But I'm going to take David Johnson's over 16.5 receiving yards for my, uh, one unit, and the odds are minus 115. He eclipsed this mark in both of the first games. And honestly, I debated taking the Panthers spread in this game. It's going to be a pretty lopsided game with Davis Mills starting for Houston. And they're going to have to pass the ball, try and keep up. Like, they're going to want to establish a run. I just don't think they're going to be able to. And they're going to use their passing down back. Like, whether it's late in the game, he is going to get his looks, and it's just too low of a number for the way I expect this game to go. Like, I expect Houston to try and keep things simple for 
Yeah, Davis I mean, Mills. you'd think he'd cash that on three catches for sure, maybe two. And uh, I think, you know, you make a couple of good points where you got a rookie quarterback coming in, not um, no experience in the NFL. And the Carolina Panthers, their pass rush has been good. Their secondary has been good. I think he's going to be trying to get the ball out quick and... Yeah, he's probably um, not going to have a choice, really. You know, there's going to be some checkdowns for sure. It's just, I just mentally can't do another I know, running that's back. Honestly, I can't. I, I get that, yeah. I, I like the pick, too, and I, I, but I just, yeah, the Jamal Williams just... It wasn't even fun to watch that game. You're just waiting, coming, and then next yeah. thing you know, he's blocking, not even running a route, and you're just like, this is fucking not fun. Right. We, yeah. did, we did have a source that said uh, he went into the blue tent. Not sure if we can confirm <laughs> that, but that <laughs> might have been, uh, that might not have helped. Might have played I didn't even notice that. Neither did I. Not, I so believe I was surprised it. to hear it. But, From but, the source that we have, I do believe it. But, uh, but yeah. Another, one last note on that is Mills came in at half in the week two game, and he... Johnson had two catches, I believe. Both were from Mills, and both were, I think it was an eight-yarder and like a 14-yarder. Like he almost cashed it on one catch there. The number is just too low, and I think this bet should cash fairly easily. Yeah, it's a, it's a low number. I thought it would have been low 20s, but yeah, 16 and a half. I mean, he could cash that on. You could do that on one You could do that pass. on one catch. I mean, he's not averaging 17 yards a catch or even close to that, but he could. He could you get could a, break it. it could but happen. that's not even what you're hoping for. He, he's going to get three catches. I yeah, mean, the if odds he can get for six over two and a half receptions, I think we're like minus 150, so it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot better value if you're taking that. I just I don't have it in me. Yeah. I hate fucking hate player props, to be honest. They just don't They, just I, don't, they yeah. don't. work for me. Pre-game-wise, I haven't... But they're fun. Uh, they are fun. When they cash, it's fun, but they just yeah. they don't do it for I'll, me. I'll find myself in-game on player props quite a bit, but yeah, I haven't been doing a lot the last year to... Uh, pregame that I, I just haven't had a ton of success on them but Dempsey seems to be good with them so i don't even open that section in my book <laughs> it's honestly one of my favorite ways to play. like i'll if someone I, has I like one it, yeah. i might take it like i remember that time that patty gave me over three and a half shots on cole caulfield don't even start <clears throat> that was probably one of my favorite player props ever that cash with ease that was a good pick but to get off of the player props i'm gonna do uh i got a teaser for you guys too Another plus three fifty. The plus three fifty cash for me last week. That's a nice little chunk of change. If anybody took that, so I'm going to start it with Arizona minus one against the Jags. Jags are Jags are a mess. Falcons plus nine and a half. They might just win that game outright. Tennessee Ooh. plus one. There's another team that's just going to win outright. Saints plus nine and a half. Another another team that's going to win outright. And uh, Buffalo Bills minus one against the Washington football team. Falcons are playing the Giants, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I was gonna say I can't think of who the Falcons are playing for some reason. They're, That'll be a close. The I, Falcons I are plus three and a half. I contemplated taking the under in that game, but uh, I didn't. Daniel Jones kind of it's forty eight. Kind of been nice lately though, so you just gotta assume he's due for a game. He's well, he due. played. Well, I mean, he played really. He had a game last week, and they didn't win. I wonder what his rush yards total is gonna be. Like that guy's been running all over yeah, the place for his two weeks. He's he should be a running back almost. He's quick, bro. <laughs> you seen him hold on to the ball? Oh, yeah. I don't think I don't think you'd want him That's running the be worse than Chris Carson, but and I think the Bills are minus ones. This is a six and a half point teaser, but yeah, I think the Bills minus ones a good pick. Like Washington, they should crush Washington. Haneke's not that bad. I think the Their Bills passer, will win. I think, I think the Bills just match up well against Washington. I don't think Haneke and everything is the end of the world for for Washington right now, but I just think the Bills match up well against what up against that pass rush and all that. They can dump the ball off. Allen can run. Uh, they got good receivers, so yeah, I, like I definitely, I definitely have the Bills actually, winning that this, game. I think I can't see how this this plus three fifty parlay doesn't cash this teaser here. <coughs> Same by 
All right, well, I guess with that, everybody, just remember to gamble responsible this weekend. Don't overdo it. And uh, Teaser Sports Podcast is signing off.